Did you did you hurt your knee again? No. No. Okay. My feelings got hurt. Your feelings got hurt. Mm-hmm. So right before the right before the call, I got this text message. Oh gosh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And this, I feel like I shouldn't even be recording right now because of this text message. Oh my gosh. Okay. You know, uh, my barber texted me. Oh, God. And he canceled. Saying that he didn't get back his test in the required time for him to open his shop up. I blame. Ain't no way. I blame the governor of Oregon with this new mandate. What's the new mandate? She, She had to restrict codes and people had to get tested before they opened back up. All this other crap. I don't, man. I just was like, I didn't even say nothing back in the text message. That's how upset I was. Okay. So... I finna go out of... And this is, <laughs> this is right when I, before I, I finna go out of town, I can't get a haircut. But didn't you just thirst trap last weekend? I mean, <sighs> I just past weekend, the weekend before. Like, how, how often is this necessary? Ain't no thirst trap. I want to look good. I'm going out of town. <laughs> I want to look good. People see me back home. They see me in the streets. They be like, damn, Tank looking good. I want that type of vibe. Now, I got to wear a two-week-old two week uh, haircut. Now, I got to figure out something. Now, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no barber. I don't even know what the situation is now. I mean, I... I, 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 yeah, I've been there, done that. Um, I've been in instances like literally. Actually, that happened to me earlier this year. I was going to get my hair braided, and the girl like, no, this happened to me twice. So last year, the girl hit me up like, oh, someone I know tested positive for COVID, and I can't do your hair this weekend. Like, girl, what? Then I found somebody else to braid my hair, and then she was like, okay, girl, I can do your hair now. And I'm like, I already found somebody. But earlier this year, I was trying to get my hair braided, and the girl was pregnant, and she was like, yeah, I'm sick, I can't braid your hair, the day before. So I was out looking crazy, and had to find a backup plan to the backup, to the backup, to the backup plan. So I get it. I definitely get it. I'm stressed. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Feel some type of way, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. You need a backup plan to the backup to the backup. Oh my god! Well, you tell me about your week. Maybe I can cool off. And <laughs> tell you about you. Um, I'm like, oh my week. Let me think. I mean, it was cool. Um, it was okay. Um, yeah. I mean, nothing exciting over here. <laughs> nothing exciting over here. Um, I just, uh. I'm getting ready to go out of town for my birthday. So I'm trying to like prep and plan for that. So I was doing that. Um, let's see, what else did I do? Oh, I caught up on the hands handsmaid's tale. That's back on. So I caught up on that. Um, yeah, I didn't do too much of anything. It was a bore fest. So sorry. <laughs> You're really in a different mood about this haircut. You need to grow up. It will be okay. It'll be okay. This is just messed up. It's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, it's really not fair. Like, it's really not. No, I get it. <sighs> so, anyways, my week, just a regular week. Mm-hmm. Went to work, chilled, and now we're here on the show. Oh, gosh. Okay, we're here. Okay, we'll park up. Okay. Happy thoughts. <laughs> I will try. Please. All right, before, before, let me try. Let me try my best. I just hate going out of town without a haircut. It's the worst. Yeah. Anyways. Then I try, I called my brother. I was like, when you getting your haircut? He said, oh, I'm getting the cut Thursday morning. 8.30. I was like, oh, he got any expert. Nope, he all booked up. Hey, man, get off my phone, man. Hey, you ain't no help. At all. People be like, yeah, bro, I got somebody for you. Oh, yeah, bro, I got somebody in mind that'll cut you. No, I'm out. I'm done. Anyways. Anyways. So, you know, this week, I, I you know, I like to be transparent on this show. <laughs> you know, and, um, we didn't even introduce ourselves. I'm Tank. And I'm Porsche. And this is, we need to name this podcast. I still don't know what we're going to name it, okay? Okay. Um, so <laughs> I, I said I was going to be transparent this week. I told myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get on the couch. <clears throat> and that and that propped in my mind a new segment. Oh, God. Let's get on the couch. Mm-mm. So, you know, with this segment, you know, me and... Portia gonna rotate in and out week to week and get on the couch and we're no, gonna discuss we're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no finish. we are not can I finish take it more than willing go can ahead. I finish please okay go ahead and I was like you know what we're gonna get on the couch and discuss how we feel discuss what's going on in our life we're gonna be transparent on this show I feel like the last few weeks I have been very transparent. I just haven't completely told my business. Mm-hmm. Like I've been transparent. Don't nobody know the backstory. You know the backstory. Yeah, I, I wish you would just tell it. Go ahead and tell everybody. No, I'm not telling the backstory. But I have been, so. So I'm gonna get on the couch, man. Okay. So as I'm packing my bag for the trip, I'm going out of town with it. I'm not going to have a haircut while I'm out of town. Let it go. Okay. Going to be looking rough. Let it go. I'm going to a graduation, and you know it's going to be tons of women there, and I'm going to look all rough, McGruff. It's a damn shame. I mean, the rough look is kind of in due to COVID. I mean, you know. Look, I'm, I'm done with you. Anyway, everybody been in the house getting sick, eating. I just, you'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel better. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, you know, I, you know, I was thinking, I was packing my bag, and I was sitting there thinking to myself. I just was like, I was thinking about, you know, I was like, maybe I need to do a trip by myself this summer. I was thinking, like, you know, I, I see women always do it. I never see guys uh, that happen to go to beaches and exotic places by themselves. They always have, you know what I'm saying, a woman with them. And I just was thinking, like, I think it's probably time for me to do that. And I really don't want to. I always like to, you know, take some, you know, some with me. You know what I'm saying? It's always good after a good time. You enjoy you guys' company. And you, you have a great trip with a companion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I just was packing my bag. I was just like, man, I'm sick of this single life. 
Oh. <laughs> I can't relate. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I, I can't relate. Stressing me out. But why? Because I'm tired of going on trips by myself. I'm looking for somebody to be my emergency contact other than my mom. Ain't nobody gonna look out you, look out for you like your mama though. I mean, truth be told, but you get you get what I'm saying. Though. I I get what you're saying, yeah. but I would probably still list my mother down as my emergency contact. Oh, <laughs> uh, you cold? Can't rely on your own husband. Nobody. That's cool though. Can't rely on your own husband. That's a whole nother thing. But I'm just sitting here thinking. I was like, man, I'm tired of single life, man. And I just was. I had to take a deep dive in where I'm at in my life. I'm like, okay, I'm out here in Portland. You know what I'm saying? It's me, and it's me, and it's me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I'm at an age where I'm meeting, you know what I'm saying? You're meeting women that's in their career, you know what I'm saying? Or they in a field that they're passionate about and they really care strong about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking like, okay, I'm out here. It's just a, it's a small, uh, it's just a pit stop, I will say, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a pit stop, you know, with my career because I'm looking to, you know, get promoted and move on to another city as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just, I feel like it'd be so tough for me to find somebody to be like, hey, I'm going here. Go ahead, uproot, uproot, every, uproot everything that you have going on. Leave the job that you like and come and follow me. Like, how, how would that work for me? You know, how, how, how is that going to work out? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I'm not trying to convince myself I'm going to be single forever, but I'm like, man, it's going to be a tough, it's a tough sale, man. It's a tough act. I mean, you know? I definitely feel like you definitely need to get into a space to where you're actually like ready to, to settle down, not relationship wise, but mm-hmm. as far as like your career and what city you want to be in. I mean, I definitely get it. And, you know, with like a lot of women, you know, being in, 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 in careers that they're passionate about, they could be thinking the same thing too. So it's just kind of like you would, you would want a woman to make that sacrifice for you, but would you be willing to make that sacrifice for her? Like if you met thank somebody, you, I would, and that's I'm, exactly where this conversation was. Like if you if you met a woman and she said like, "Hey, these are my goals. This is what I want to do. This may happen as a result of that." Would you be willing to be like, oh, "Okay," or would it be an issue for you? Because I mean, I tell guys all the time, like you know, as I'm dating, like I I tell guys like I don't want to live here forever. Um, these are my goals. This is my dream. Mm-hmm. Like, this is who I want to work for. Like, I, I I put that out there up front because it, it lets me know, like, whether or not I can invest time in you or whether or not I can just be like, oh, okay, we're not on the same page, so let me go. Because mm-hmm. what I'm not going to do is, is get with somebody and they're going to hold me back into thinking that, like, Oh, I gotta stay here forever if I want to be with this person. Like that's not an option yeah. for me. So yep. So that's that's my my question. I wanted to ask our listeners and also ask you. You know, are you willing to give up a job or your dream your dream job or anything for love? Like, what would you give up for love? Like, is love that important uh, to you for you to give up something that you're passionate about? You know. Um, at this point, no. 
It's not. Right. Not for me. Like mm-hmm. I have I have goals. I have things that I'm still trying to do. And if that opportunity moves me somewhere, then that in my mindset, like it is what it is. I'm not at that point to where I can just be mm-hmm. like, oh well let me discuss it with this person and make sure it's okay. And I mean and I've even had opportunities to where it's just like, okay, this is what it is and then this may happen after the fact. And if I have a discussion with somebody and they're like, oh, well, I support you. Like, I'd be okay with that. Then it's like, oh, okay, cool. But then if it's like, oh, well, like, and and I think with us being in our 30s, a lot of people have children. And to me, that is like one of the main things that comes up is like someone will say like, oh, well, I don't want to leave, you know, my child or I don't want to move away from my child. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Do. Yeah, and I respect that. They don't want to move. They don't want to move the child away from their family. And I, they don't and want I, to move the. Yeah. They don't want to move the child away from their dad. I totally and I, get that. And I respect yeah. that too. But uh-huh. like, but me, uh, yeah. yeah, single, single me, single me in my head. I'd be like, I'm like, damn, mama, like, mama want to be happy too. Like, I was dating this young lady, and um, her son was in basketball. He's a really good player. And uh, she she was she coached uh, volleyball, mm-hmm. and uh, and like, and we was chatting to whoop. She was like, "Yeah, normally in season, I'm gone maybe five or six weekends in a row, and and this going on. Then I got my son; he got his tournaments, and blah blah. blah I'm gone with that too. And uh, you know, I, I just posed a question to her. I'm like, you know, uh, like, would you will you be willing to sacrifice?" Uh, the volleyball for a family. I was like, I just don't see how that would work. And that's just me as a man. I don't, none of my guys, I don't see none of my guys being, being okay with that. But also I don't know every guy in the world. There might be a special guy out there that might be okay with that schedule and how, how that move. I just know that, you know, being at a tournament every single, single weekend, is not love for me. You know what I'm saying? It's not a big, a big focus for me. And that's her passion. Like, coaching volleyball that's always been our passion you know and uh that's something that she does every single weekend and i feel like that'd be tough for me to fall for that so just like being in our 30s other people have passions that they've been wanting to do forever and they get access to them when they get around our age and sometimes those those dreams and and those uh things that you always wanted is there it's kind of hard to give up or a person to, or even con- contemplate yeah, or yeah. contemplate in your head put it in your head like oh yeah blase blase but I just it's just it's just some things I I don't see because I I don't know I never had like a a, a family atmosphere around me growing up because my mom was single at times mm-hmm. and you know she always worked two jobs and this and that and you know I would just want that family thing for me and I felt like her schedule in my schedule, I just wasn't okay with that. So I, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I, I hate if, if it came off like I was a bad person or people listening like, oh, damn, you want her to give up her dreams because of volleyball? No, I, I wanted her to, uh, if we ever got together, if we can possibly get to that point where we have a discussion about her taking a step back. Mm. Just like about me selling in a, settling in a city, like you said, to figure out what I'm going to do instead of moving around all around the country, right? Yeah. I, I feel like there's conversations that you need to have. And us and us being at an older age, those conversations are always tough. You meet a girl that's single 
uh, that has a son. You know, he's fairly young, three years old. And, you know, uh, and like the son got a good relationship with the dad. You leave in town. What, what you what you, what you going to do? What's what she going to do? Of course, right. she's going to stay in the city so her son can have access to her dad and have that relationship, right? Right. So it's just like, I notice as I get older, there's always different options on the table. Options, uh, not options on the table, but there's always, uh, what, hurdles? There's always hurdles to overcome and things to think about that I never thought about before. And so that's why I'm in this chair because I'm just like, damn, I thought about all these things. And I was like, man, this would be a good good thing to talk about on, on the show about, you know, dating in your 30s. Why is it so hard? And why we see the rate of people having families later and later in life. Because mm-hmm. we're more ambitious about uh, obtaining our goals, about chasing things that we always wanted to. Right? I mean, realistically, like, things have just changed. I mean, like, more women are in the workplace. Like, let's let's just start there. And I successful. Mean, right. And, yeah. and, like, it used to be set up to where, like, the woman was, like, the homemaker, took care of the house. The men went out and, you know, did everything. But it's like, now, women want careers, too. So, that's, you know, part one of it. That could be part mm-hmm. one of it. Um, and I, and I just definitely feel like also it's just, you know, um, I mean, like things are just different. Like the cost of living is different and, you know, just, (laughs) just having to just be in the right space before like even starting a family, like having your, 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 you know, your coins in order. Like that's another thing. I mean, like the the cost of college is just ridiculous. Um, student loan debt, uh, Joe Biden, we have not forgot. Um, is is you know what I'm saying? Like it's ridiculous, and so it's just like people are just like you know in debt, but they have you know like careers and dreams and things like that. Like there's just so much has just changed. Like as far as like the family structure, it's just kind of like people needed to get married, but like now it's just like it's really not a need. It's just one of those things like oh. Like, I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's more of a one. Mm-hmm. Like, there were a lot of, like, arranged marriages, you know what I'm saying, like, back in the day. Or we can't afford to have her here anymore, so now we got to marry her off. Like, shit is just different. It's just it's just very different. And I think it's more so based on a want, and, yeah. I, it's, and it's not a necessity anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like, let me say this. I feel like, um, I feel like I'll probably have to get to my next destination then, you know, see what happens. Because it's, it's, it's going to be hard at this juncture to tell somebody, oh, yeah, follow me. Because in the same reality, I probably wouldn't do it. Yeah. I wouldn't do it at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, To me, like, it, would, it would depend. It would depend. Just, just being, I know it's sexist. And I know it's a double standard. But just Damn. being a man, just being a man. And I just know how much alpha is in me. It's more alpha than me in beta. I, I I have a hard time following someone else. I'm I always been an alpha type of guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I am an alpha, but I always been that you oh, know that type of that <laughs> type of guy. You know what I'm saying? I just been a, a silverback, and I just never really you know what I'm saying. I always respected and I was kind, but I just never was a follower. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it it'll be hard for me to just be like, all right, you know, I'm gonna stay out here because I just know how big the world is, man, and I know like what I want to do. I I want to move around. I want to possibly live abroad. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? I hope I said that word right. I'm so country. But <laughs> the Mars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Abroad. I'm sorry. And I, I want to, you know, I, I, I want to do that. I want to have my kids experience different things around the world. It's just, just who I am. Yeah. Always always been that ambitious and adventurous, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just I just don't see myself staying in one place. And yeah. a lot of a lot of people, uh, a lot of people are um <clears throat> they're comfortable where they're at. Yeah. I, I don't want to call them complacent because you know they they're comfortable they built they built a life there their family might be there you know all their uh you know just their friends you know everything that they need social backing so it's just a it looked tough for me so i just was you know that just was uh wrecking my brain while i was packing and i was thinking about stuff you know just had to do a check-in because i'm turning 35 here saturday and i'm still single with no kids i got a good job you know i got positive people around me but i'm still single so I just, you know, just was questioning that. Not having a midlife crisis, but just a midlife check-in. Just like, but, okay. you know, some people will really look at that as a blessing also because right. people are definitely getting divorced in their 30s. That's yeah. why I feel like the dating pool is so big right now because <laughs> mm-hmm. people, like, like, literally, like, maybe got out of high school or college, married whoever, and now they like, yeah, it's not going to work. Or they're completely different. Like, I'm a completely different person now at 35 than I was when I was, like, 25. I'm like, if I imagine, like, marrying the person that I was involved with, with when I was 25, like, oh, my gosh. Like, where would I be right now? I, there's no telling. And I don't, I don't want to know. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, and, and some people probably look at that as a blessing. Like, man, you've been able to, you know, have a great, cre- you know, a career. You, you know, you've had like relationships, but you didn't necessarily have to, you know, like go through like marriage and, and things like that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people come out of those situations, like just, literally in shambles i mean in some instances that's not necessarily the case but a lot of people come out of those situations having to start over and are you in a position right now to where you just really want to just keep starting over right every single time and it's (laughs) and it's and it's a thing like you know you know i know these these are like conversations this is stuff i think about when i date people i think about these scenarios because i don't i don't date just date i date with a purpose you know what i'm saying like I ain't got time to be playing. I ain't got, you know what I'm saying? I'm 30, about to be 35. Like, what, like, what we, like, what we doing? Like, if, stop, if stop, stop putting and stop thinking that because you're a certain age and you haven't accomplished something that you're like mm-hmm. behind, like age is just a number. I don't, I don't feel like I'm behind, but I feel like I don't have time to waste. Hmm. I just, I don't know. I put a value on time. I feel like I put a value on time. Like when somebody's giving you that, they time, you know, they they invest in time into you. I feel like that's real valuable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? You should take advantage of that. You feel me? Yeah. So that's all it was. And that just was that conversation that was on my mind. Uh, we can talk about this for a whole nother hour, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to move on. I uh, uh, appreciate my listeners. I know y'all probably got feedback or anything like that. But like I said, y'all can always come on the show and we can talk about it. I'm pretty sure whoever listening got a way they can contact me or Porsche. So just let them know if y'all got something to say. Uh, I want to move on to the next thing. How you feel about 
Have you ever met someone where they made you feel like you was a backup plan? Like, like, have you ever had somebody in your life where it was like a person that you used to talk to, then they come back into your life saying that they realize all this thing? You know how guys be. Yeah, I realized that, you know, this and that. I was young, we flew this around. You know, I'm interested. I want to see where this can possibly go. Have you experienced that before? Not to that extent, I would say. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's only because just as far as, like, how I handle people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I'll give you a chance, you know, like, while I'm still talking to you and still dealing with you and, and stuff like that. But I'm the type of person, like, once I'm over it, I'm over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. no... Once I'm, like, completely over it and done, like, I'm over it and done, and to me, there's no going back. So it's like, you can have that conversation, but I'm I'm not biting whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like... Definitely. You know, I never... I never want <laughs> Right. I never want to feel like like I'm a backup player. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, people like to use that word, yeah, you the one that got away. You know what I'm saying? To me, that's still kind of falling the backup plan situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I never want to feel like that. I, I kind of want it to feel genuine yeah. and uh, and uh, organic. You know what I'm saying? That we happen. Uh, but, you know, sometimes, you know, the experience, the previous experience you guys shared and, you know, the experience that you guys feel now, it might feel a little uh, backup plan-ish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. definitely don't like that. Mm-mm. We're not going backwards. Uh, all right, let's get to the sex question. <laughs> all right, sex question this this week. Do you like to get your booty ate? What? Okay, come on. Like this is getting ridiculous. Mm. I'm not. I'm not answering mm. this. I'm not answering this. Yes, no. I'm question. not answering this. Have you like, had your Have you had your booty ate before? Point, it's too intrusive. Huh? I, I, have I, you had I, your booty ate before? This is too intrusive. I'm not answering. Okay, I'm gonna cut this part out. <laughs> I refuse to answer. No, no, I'm done for the week. I'm done. I'm just, I just had to throw something in our effect light because it's been a real serious episode. Yeah, I'm serious. I had to throw something in our light to make myself laugh because I'm still pissed off that I didn't get my heart. Oh my gosh, let it go. Control what you can control. You can't control that. You're right. You better get you one of them sponges and keep it moving. Look. <laughs> I know you. I know you just did say that, bro. You have fun. Uh, okay. All right. Let's move on. I'm done. Go ahead. You you got the rest of the show. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. You got the rest of the show. I swear. Oh. <laughs> nigga just told me keep, get a sponge and keep it moving. Okay. Get a sponge and keep it moving. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going about to make your day worse. Because uh, now ABC News is reporting <laughs> that there is a chicken shortage facing the nation. OMG. So, if you all don't know, if you do know, whatever the case may be, like I work in a a food kind of industry, um, so to speak. And if you've caught it before, you caught it, whatever. Um, so I've kind of known about this. Um, I kind of get a heads up whenever there's like recalls on certain things or um, if there is a shortage, like with a particular item. So this chicken like shortage has been going on for like a minute. At first it was like bone-in chicken wings. So, 
you know, Wingstop is about to start only selling tenders in a minute. But now it's just chicken in general. Um, and it's definitely definitely due to the pandemic just for multiple reasons um one of them you know just really being like plant production and um one of the things that we've talked about a while back is just like when like COVID like first kind of hit you know a lot of factories had to shut down because of like the close proximities and you know mm-hmm. people, you know like cases and stuff like that um just steady occurring so they decided to shut down for a period of time so now that they're opening you know now that they've opened back up they're still open, but they're not open with, you know, as many employees. Um, another thing is to consider is just really like some of the the extreme weather that we've seen. So in states like Texas, Arkansas, things of that nature, those are states that produce a lot of the chicken that we eat. And so if you think about that big old winter storm that happened in Texas, that I believe was just earlier this year, 2021 is flying by, like... What do you think that did to the supply <laughs> of chicken? Um, another thing that they're saying is that, I guess, just kind of saying that, like, because people are at home more, they're eating more. You know, we all kind of getting a little thickly. Some of us are. But because people are home more, they're eating more, they want more comfort food, they just cannot keep up with the demand of chicken. You so. know what? Of course, I ain't feeling this podcast. <laughs> Okay. First, my barber canceled. Okay. And you tell me I ain't gonna have no more chicken. You know, I eat a lot of chicken. <laughs> I do too. That's all I eat. Well, like, I eat a lot of chicken breasts. I be eating chicken thighs. I be eating chicken wings. That's I fry I chicken. I air fry it. I bake it. I saute it. I grill it. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? I, all right, don't move on. Let's move oh. on. <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. I'm just stressed. I'm stressed. I am stressed. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, friend. Look. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fool. So I just wanted to put that out there because I don't think people really understand. Like, the next time you go to the grocery store, just walk walk the chicken area. I would say specifically the frozen chicken area. So, like, right now, like, those are probably, like, the areas where you'll see, like, some scarcities, like, especially, like, the bone and stuff. Um, but even just the assortment that they have available, just just watch it because yeah, it's you know we're still in a panty, but whatever. I'm okay. sick of it. No, sorry. <laughs> so moving on. Um, so this is an update from the Ahmad Aubrey um, case, who was the young man that ended up um, getting tragically killed by uh, three idiots. Um, last year, the uh, last year around February, the video ended up dropping um, around this time in May of last year um, in the state of Georgia. So Ahmad Aubrey was, you know, out on the run and ended up getting chased, you know, by several white men and getting gunned down. Um, so last year they did end up getting charged with murder. However, now they are also officially being charged with um, with hate crimes. Um, so they've been hit with counts one and two of, um, I guess like trying to use force to intimidate and interfere. And then, um, they're also being like faced with kidnapping charges as well. So in addition to the murder charges, they've also been indicted with some federal charges as well. So, um, haven't really gotten any updates or received any updates as far as like that case is concerned, especially, you know, we just had the George Floyd case. 
um, you know, they've already decided they're, well, I guess they haven't decided, but nothing's really being done about Breonna Taylor. And so this is just another case that we're just going to have to wait for it to play out just to, um, just to see what happens. But, um, definitely a big step with getting those, uh, federal indictments for those men. So, okay. yep. Thank you for that update. Yeah. Just wanted to share that. Um, and then also, Girl, you say, um, one more time. Sorry. You said one more time. It's going to be a problem. But you know what? You didn't notice that until we had a chit chat earlier. That's when you noticed it. Because I do it all the time. Uh, Something about it because I called it out. I called it out. <laughs> but it's cool. I'll let you have that since you all said about the haircut and chicken. I'll oh, let you have it. Oh, for real? Oh, that's what we do. That's what we do. Okay, go ahead. Go I'll ahead. Go ahead. Have that. Go ahead. You just keep bringing it up. Go ahead. Okay, I'm done. Okay, so um, my last... little sponge, huh? Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. What's the last thing? Last week, President Joe Biden addressed the nation and addressed Congress after his first 100 days in office. And so typically, you know, he just talks about his, you know, just vision for the country, what he's accomplished, what he's going to continue to accomplish, what needs to happen, um, you know, just kind of like things of that nature. So there was a lot of talks about just different points, um, just in his speech but one thing that typically occurs is that the you know the GOP kind of has a what they call a um I guess like a rebuttal so to speak so after the president addresses everyone then they you know just kind of come back with their response so in this instance they asked Republican Tim Scott He's a U.S. senator for the state of South Carolina. Uh, state of uh, South Carolina. He is black. Um, he's been a senator for the past 13 years, I believe. He's like the only black Republican senator, um, and then he's like one of three black, um, you know, like um, I guess like members of Congress, so to speak. So. Um, but I just found that his rebuttal was just a bit interesting and a bit puppetic because this man had the nerve to get up there and basically say that America is not a racist country. This is also coming from someone who is working, um, you know, trying to work with Democrats on the police reform bill that got pushed out last year and still has not been passed because they don't care about y'all black asses. Um, but this is the same man who, you know, is leading this bill and said that, you know, he really wanted to push that out there because of, you know, him being pulled over, you know, driving while black about 13, 13, 14, some odd times, like an excessive of, uh, amount of time. Um, I just, it just doesn't make sense. We just talked about them federally indicting Ahmaud Aubrey. We talked about, you know, George Floyd last week. We talked about Rihanna. We've talked about, like, so many, like, just police killings and just, like, different race relations. And so it's just kind of like a slap in the face for a black man to, to get up there and definitely say that. I don't think it really should matter, like, what your party is, whether you're Republican, Democrat, whatever the case may be. Y'all all playing for the same team, which is the government. Um, but let's just be realistic. And let's just, you know, just be transparent about what's really going on in this country. 
Um, another surprising thing that happened is um, Vice President Kamala Harris, you know, appeared on Good Morning America and, you know, definitely addressed some of Tim Scott's, uh, you know, comments. And she also stated that she doesn't think that America is a racist country, but she does feel like, you know, that there is a history um, of racism in our country that has flowed over to today. Man, America at, was built on racism. At the yeah. end of the day, it's still racist. Sis. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think, you know, it's her being, her being the VP, like, part of the reason that Joe Biden is in office, I mean, outside of Donald Trump just being a madman, um, but it's because you ran with him on the ticket as a black woman. I mean, I definitely feel like the comment was a bit, tone, you know, like, it was a bit toned up, like, read the room, sis. You know, y'all are kind of in this position. Really, I mean, I, I feel like Black people definitely showed showed up and showed out when it came to, you know, voting in the election last year. But mm-hmm. to say that racism just doesn't exist, it's like, girl, girl, like, stop planning my face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there was no right or wrong answer she could have gave. Most definitely, I don't think. Because if she, if she would have convicted America, they would have been... Oh, we got these people in office. And I mean, it, but that's, I, I feel like, but I gotta that's be. That's what needs to happen. I know. Hold on, let me go. I, I gotta be one hundred. I, I kind of see there's no right and wrong answer, but I do definitely disagree with the way she answered. But I, I just don't see no right way that she could answer that. Now, if somebody has answers, please inform me and enlighten me. If they had an answer of the right way she could answer that, but you know, like I said earlier, you know, uh, America was was built off of hate and racism. That's the I reason why like we are here today, you know? I feel like the right way for her to answer that was just to be honest. She wasn't honest. I mean, I mean, there's, there's I mean if she was honest, she would have pissed people off. That's why I said she would have pissed people off either way. Either way she went, she would have pissed off. Right. It, so if she would have got up there and did her Kanye <laughs> shit and be like, President, President Bush don't care about black people. If she would have got up there and be like, America is racist, it would have been, it would have, she would have got even more crucified, you know, so it's just, but it's the truth. It's, it's, it's damn if you do, damn if you don't with that. But it's the truth. I feel like she told a lie. Oh, okay. I feel like, no, I, I, I feel, I literally feel like I was somewhat pandered to in that sense. Like, it was mm. like, just like, you know, just playing in my face, but it is what it is. You know, I definitely thought that it was, um, it was interesting just, you know, as to, um, you know, black people that are in the positions that they are in just to have like that thought process as it pertains to America, even though things that they've said previously or things that they're fighting for now definitely prove the fact that America is racist. So yeah. Like so yeah. So that's that's it on that. That's <laughs> I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm off my soapbox. Because right. I can go way further. And I don't Um know. yeah, on oh, that. So that's it for me. That's all you got? That's all I got. You know what? I appreciate you coming with your your, uh, your facts. That was my wham bam and thank you, ma'am. I appreciate that. You know, I I appreciate you helping me get through this episode because I don't know how I would have got through it without you, but getting some bad news about my haircut, then bad news about chicken. It just it to me, I feel like it's gonna be a tough week for me. I'm sorry. You know I hope saying? you have a I hope you have a good trip. But I definitely hope you have a happy birthday. That's what really matters this weekend. So really it's really matters. Your birthday. Yeah, we're gonna go out Thursday night when we touch down. I gotta hit you up where we gonna go. 
Ooh, we probably gonna go. We gonna probably go to some like old head spot. Cause I'm gonna have my uncle and my cousin and my brother with me. So I might go to a little old head spot or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Might go to the tap room or the, the zo might go to the might go to the zodiac. You don't know nothing about the tap room. Hey, the zodiac, you know you be going to the zodiac on uh natural bridge the grand? Zodiac be popping. All right. Hey, <laughs> Hello? Boy, them da- hey, them damn drinks be so damn strong. Oh my god. You know what? We might go to the Zodiac. I'll let you know <laughs> if we if uh we touch down, y'all can come through. They be popping. But yeah. But man, this your boy Tank. And this your girl Porsche. And appreciate y'all for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.